0: Welcome to the weekend show where we look back at the highlights of the week that was and get you ready for the week to come. Plus, we take your questions about well, anything you want to ask us. It is Saturday, November twenty Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the money with friends podcast i am certified financial planner bobby rebel host of the financial grown-up podcast coming to you from
1: my very grown-up kitchen in new york city and coming to you from uh, Texarkana, texas i'm former financial planner joe sulci uh where the weather is cold but the coffee is hot bobby this morning
0: yeah same here my dog is wearing sweaters this week we've <laughs> moved into the wardrobe we've yeah the warmer weather wardrobe for our pets
1: When dogs wear sweaters, you know it must be cold. Yes.
0: Yes. And the funny thing is she's watching me from afar over there, and she perked up when I started talking about her because she knows that
1: dog is smart. Happy weekend show, everybody. We going to finish the intro or are we going to just roll into it today, Bobby?
0: Oh, you know what? I totally forgot. Um, So every weekday we share headlines, why they matter and specific ideas and advice for your financial life. And on the weekends, we share highlights, preview the week ahead and answer your questions. And yeah, we get a little loopy. This week's been a little bit rough. So I just literally thought we were done with the intro, but we weren't. That's how we roll here on the weekends, right?
1: Today's show is brought brought to you you by NordPass. We like the passwords you hold the keys. Get this, uh, Sandy over at NordPass sent me this thing. I talked about it the other day when Adam was here. 70% off until December 1st. Talk about a great Black Friday week deal! You can finally get your passwords all in order. Head to nordpass.com forward slash MWF. 70% off. Well, this show is zero percent <laughs> off because we're bringing it all today, Bobby. We're bringing not just what we think about uh, today, the weekend, but we're also bringing. The fun we had last week and what fun's coming up next week holiday week
0: and we also have a really good listener question that i'm excited about we're oh. going to talk about our first do we want to say what it is
1: no i just said course our first. not first okay we're leaving it there rule of foreshadowing number one we're not going to do that what we are going to do we're going to see which one of our friends is helping us kick off the weekend discussion
0: this is gertrude room mom over at the stacking benjamin's facebook basement group i just like hanging out and chatting about the news that's why I tuned into Money with Friends. All right. So we had an amazing week last week. And thank God this is all recorded so people can go back and listen because we had some real gems there. Starting the week out strong with Aquaman, Jason Momoa, who was in debt after Game of Thrones. Boy, that must have been kind of stinky. Um, but we talked about how we got out of it. And how we all can come back from those tough times.
1: Yeah, I think a great lesson on Monday is that no matter what struggle you have, you can get over it. I mean, there is a there is a tomorrow. And if you just keep putting one foot in front of another, things things get better. Maybe you won't be the next Aquaman, but um, but things can get better.
0: You never know when you're going to get that big phone call,
1: right? No, you know, it changes your life you really don't. <laughs> on, uh, on, I got a big phone call. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Well, so on t- Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. You and Amy Goodman uh, talked about, and this is this this I thought was the strangest place where we can talk about getting snappy dressing tips, our newly elected members of Congress. I thought that was very good. It was a creative day here on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing. Many new jobs, you are going to get a an increase in salary, which many of the people in the article were getting, but you don't get that money for quite some time and they have to still get their wardrobes together and then also, you know, effectively move or have some kind of residence in, in DC. So there's a lot of front loaded costs to this new opportunity for these new members of Congress. And so how do you finance that? And we got a lot of great um, tips from the audience about, you know, sharing wardrobes and thrift stores and how to, how to finance this and how to find great um, ideas to to upgrade your wardrobe before you have the money to do so we had some without
1: jo- going into debt. We had, we have, uh, some job numbers this last week, also more coming out, uh, this coming week that we'll talk about coming up. And hopefully as more people go back to work, Bobby, they'll have that same problem, right? That, uh, yeah. Hey, I finally got a job again, can't be in sweatpants all day. Uh, at least got to have something that looks good on my zoom call, <laughs> at least maybe half the wardrobe. So, uh, I think those are some very helpful tips. What'd you guys talk about on Wednesday?
0: We talked about seven ways this holiday season will be different. That show has been incredibly popular. It's not the obvious stuff. So I think that that was really good to hear. And and the piece quoted one of our favorite uh, shopping experts as well, Trey, Trey Botch. Um, who's always got incredible insights into how people can get the best for their money, make their money go the farthest and also just have fun with it. Not be so serious, but also get the best deals.
1: Do you think in some ways it will be a better holiday season because we're kind of forced to just pay attention to what's really important about the holiday instead of spending all of our time out at the mall, pretending that we're, we're, I mean, getting ourselves into debt, doing all this stuff that we probably shouldn't be doing.
0: I think there's a lot less pressure on giving large gifts and certainly expensive gifts. And there's also less emphasis on getting deals just for the sake of deals, because you do one thing that you have to do is order early because there's a shortage in inventory and many items and also shipping delays. So you have to be a little bit more thoughtful. And so you don't have this game of chicken going on where everyone's trying to game the system and figure out what's what they can get at the last minute. People have to be thoughtful, plan and be organized if they want to get what they want to get. And I think there's a lot less expectation from people about getting expensive gifts from other people. The pressure is off because everyone knows that the economic outlook is at best uncertain and for many people really, really bad. So we don't want people spending a lot of money. And what people really miss, they realize is being with each other and
1: that can't happen. So you, you really learn
0: what you miss and you don't miss the big gifts. You miss being together.
1: Does that mean by the way, that you're not getting Neil, the uh, his and hers GMC trucks that we see on commercials all the time right now.
0: I hate that commercial. <laughs> just, I, I'm sorry. They'll never, I guess I've just blown a potential brand partner, <laughs> but I gotta say, like, I just don't think you should surprise somebody with massive, you know, purchases that in theory should be yours for 10 years or whatever. I've always bought cars, not leased them, but
1: I don't like, I don't like that. I'm just thinking buying one of those cars is expensive. Buying two and then, and then really. Yeah, but like, don't buy things for your spouse without checking with them. Come on, people. Well, and here's the (laughs) thing, Bobby. I I, I mean, I, I think it's kind of tone deaf in a different way. We've got 11 million people out of work. And, and in some years when things go great, okay, maybe have the commercial that's over the top, right? Of course, we're talking about it, which is what they really want. But, the, but, but, but in this year, when, when people are wondering if they can keep the utility bill on, running a commercial about buying his and hers cars?
0: Yeah, if you have the money to buy his or hers cars, please consider redirecting that money towards supporting a charity or some um, outlet that can help people in need.
1: Thirst, uh, uh, Annette, by the way, says that she she uh, worries that people spend more money because they can't see people. I do know, Annette, that we've uh, already started looking on Etsy and other places to see, you know, what we can get people because we're not seeing them. The budget for me isn't as big. I'll be curious, people hanging out live with us, if uh, if their budget is actually is actually bigger. Uh, Ernesto says, forget about the trucks, he wants a Tesla. Fi- a Tesla. So <laughs> go small, Ernesto, just go small. Um, on, on Thursday, uh, Adam Carroll joined me, Bobby, and we talked about this little-known star named Taylor Swift. Not sure if you've heard of her, but uh, Taylor Swift in the news because her first album, she was with uh, a recording company, Big, Big Machine Records, and uh, those masters got sold. Uh, If you may, you may remember a year ago, they were sold the first time and Taylor Swift was livid that she wasn't allowed to bid on them before they were sold. Now they've been sold again. But the cool thing that we talked, we talked about quite a few cool things. Number one, read the contract, right? Number two is surrounding yourself with the right people and having the, the, the right mentors around you to kind of walk you through some of these situations. Uh, Number three, we talked about publicity and what you say over the, the, the you know, any medium like this, when you talk, I think a lot of people go on Facebook and just say things. And a lot of times that stuff comes back to bite you. So we talked about a lot of stuff, not just record contracts, but I think a lot of takeaways that we can use in our everyday life.
0: Yeah. And look, I think that people say, well, why did she sign this horrible contract? But the truth is the way that the record industry is structured, you know, when you don't have the leverage to negotiate a better deal, you take whatever deal you can get. I don't think this deal that she had was so unusual. I mean, even back many, many, many decades ago, the Beatles signed a deal that ultimately resulted in Michael Jackson owning a lot of the Beatles songs and being able to sell them for things that the Beatles, the, the actual, you know, members of the band were not happy about for use in licensing for use in commercials and such. So it's very tricky who owns intellectual property. And it's nice to say, well, you should hold on to that. But if a record company is deciding between you and five other people that they view as similar and you are the only one saying, I'm not gonna sell you the rights, well, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to get the deal and you won't have the success that she had. So it's a tough call. And, and they do put a a lot of those deals are structured that way so that the record companies, they bet on many different stars or hopeful stars. And maybe one comes and becomes a huge Taylor Swift out of a hundred. We don't really know. So they have to cover those costs, whether we like to admit it or not. I'm not defending them necessarily because I know they're horrible contracts, but there's some rationale for it.
1: Our friend David Stein, who spent quite a bit of time with uh, you and I here on Money with Friends and is the host of the Money for the Rest of Us podcast, hanging out with us live on YouTube, says he's looking forward to the day when the Money with Friends back catalogs were 300 million. I think it's only going to be, David, probably a day or two from now. If you want to get the checkbook out, my friend, and uh, preemptively buy it, we, we might be able to talk. Not, not sure. On Friday, Adam and I uh, pivoted to uh, another story that was just from the moon. You know, Costco, discount uh, uh, warehouse Costco, where you can buy a pellet of ketchup uh, they now offer discount private plane memberships. It can be yours, Bobby, for only, I think the price was $14,999, not 15,000, 14,999. Right. Yeah. So, so you thinking right. about it, you're going to get the uh, private, private plane <laughs> through Costco?
0: No, absolutely not. Um, I am not going to do that. It's so low on my list of things that I would ever do. I'm not going to get into it, but small planes, um, don't have a good history with my family. So I, I don't want anything to do with that kind of stuff.
1: I do but, like the uh, argument I, though. People
0: want to do it. I like that it becomes, you know, something that everyone, not everyone, but it could be reasonably affordable for some people if that's their big splurge.
1: Well, and I'll tell you for, for some people it's a splurge. We talked about that, uh, that you can justify whatever the heck you want to justify between your ears. But we also talked about for a lot of people, uh, uh, time equals money. And a lot of people don't think about before they get into something exactly how much uh, they're trading, you know, how much of my life I'm really trading when you look at people right now driving for uber uber used to be a decent deal uh we had a guest on our show recently i'm not going to get her name right now and i apologize but the but but talking about how the math no longer works out for most people bobby when they drive for uber they the people don't look at depreciation about the gasoline they just look at the time when you just look at your time you go oh this looks like a good deal not a good deal for most people. I think you got to learn how to do a lot of that math, but for some people having that private plane to get someplace quicker because they're, because they can make so much money so quickly doing that can be a good time versus money uh, comparison. And also we talked about something else here. Don't compare yourself to somebody else, right? Somebody has a private plane and you go, well, private plane, that's for suckers. You could, well, their situation might be different than yours. So yes,
0: Absolutely. I think uh, there's a lot of comparisons there, and I think it's, it's a good episode everyone should check out and judge for themselves.
1: Annette is said that she's going to uh, going to go get the private plane now. So she also <laughs> said earlier on she spends100 dollars on Christmas, but she is getting the private plane, so you can see where <laughs> Annette's priorities are. Hey, uh, uh, in just a second, we're going to talk about the upcoming week and what's happening. There might be a holiday on Thursday. Uh, I don't know. You'll have to wait and see whether there is or not. But I want to say a big thanks to everybody who's used our link when they've checked out NordPass's new deal. NordPass has, uh, like a lot of companies, has a deal that is through December 1st. So through Cyber Monday, you can now protect your passwords for a price that's 70% off the normal price. The thing that I love about having a password manager in general is that I have a different password for everything. Whenever uh, a password is compromised, that never happens, Bobby, that passwords get compromised. They get one, they don't get them all. The other thing that I like too, is that if something happens, and this is morbid, but if something happens to me or happens to Cheryl, all of our passwords are in one place and we both know where everything is. And being a financial, back when I was a financial planner, that was always a difficult time with a surviving spouse figuring out where everything is so nordpass helps in a ton of different ways great time to buy it this week 70 percent off nordpass.com forward slash mwf for more all right we got gregory finally joining us in the audience we got a chatty bunch hanging out with us today let's talk about what's going on next week bobby what is on tap
0: monday we're going to see um purchasing managers data which has been returning to normal um the I know it apparently was close to zero. You tell <laughs> yeah. you you wrote this part. You know, I I'm doing your lines. Go.
1: Well, I know it's pretty I'm shocking. I'm totally
0: confused cuz I was multitasking looking for never mind. Don't even
1: ask. You were pretty Go. good at that though. Uh and I know it's shocking Bobby. <laughs> but uh, in April this year, purchasing manager data, these people go buy stuff for companies. That number went very close to zero, but actually if you look at the numbers, because I went and looked uh, the past few months, it has been very quickly returning to normal. So we'll see more on Monday. Also, we talked about uh, Taylor Swift earlier, Warner Music Group, not affiliated with, with Taylor Swift, but of course affiliated with the music industry and Urban Outfitters are two big names that are going to have their quarterly earnings calls. Tuesday, conference board Consumer confidence number, that's also expected to be higher, might bode well for retailers this holiday season. Uh, lots of names that you and I know that are going to be declaring earnings on Tuesday. Best Buy. That'll be an interesting one for the holiday season while you and Amy talked about that. Cracker Barrel, Hormel, Dell, Dollar Tree, Dix, Gap, Gas, HP, Nordstrom, and Medtronic. I'll bet that the financial media in the middle of this week is going to be talking a lot. Well, of course, they're going to be talking a lot about Black Friday, but also they're going to have a lot of companies telling them kind of which way the wind seems to be blowing. And on Wednesday, there's also a lot of economic data out ahead of the holiday because the rest of the week is going to be really quiet with Thanksgiving on Thursday and most people off on uh, Friday. But we're going to have mortgage numbers, consumer spending, personal spending, personal income, personal consumption, and mortgage data. Nobody's going to be paying attention to any of those because we're all getting the turkey ready uh and the only notable company on Wednesday that I see here on the list, uh Deere and Company, John Deere, is going to uh have their earnings. But Thursday and Friday, short week, obviously, for earnings numbers. Yes.
0: So are we gonna now, I'm sorry, I lost you here. Are we gonna do a preview of our shows for next week or should we do the listener question next?
1: Let's do, let's do the preview first and then we'll tackle the listener question here at the end. We save the best for last. Like the cherry yes. on top well, of the weekend episode. Our listener
0: question is good this week. It's really good. So, but in terms of our show preview, so Monday, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite entertainers, Dolly Parton. I just binge watched a bunch of different Dolly shows, not even knowing this. There's a two hour show on Dolly on um, Netflix right now that's talking about her different, how she came up and her early life in the 1960s and I'm going to save it for the show, but just I love Dolly already. And she gave a massive donation um, that is that was crucial in helping to fund the research that has um, has helped to find these vaccines for the coronavirus. And so we're going to talk more about what Dolly did and why everyone is so thankful and why we love Dolly.
1: Lots of discussion there about leaving your legacy, about thinking beyond your own personal goals and about being a part of a community. Lots of good stuff we'll be talking about on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. We've got a special guest on, Bobby.
0: Yeah, we have recruited Trey Botch, who many of you know, she is a show alum, to do a couple of special shows previewing Black Friday and holiday shopping just before the Thanksgiving holiday. So, this is going to be perfect. She has some amazing shopping strategies. Everyone should be already following her on True Trey, which is her Instagram handle, because she does these like almost daily like lessons and tutorials on what we need to be doing to get organized and get the best value for our money and get what we want. Because this year, it's not only about the best deal, it's about actually just getting the stuff in time because of inventories and shipping that we've talked about. Trey is amazing. We'll see her on Tuesday and Wednesday.
1: Thursday we're going to have our second annual Bobby and Joe Thanksgiving episode. What are we thankful for in 2020? A lot to uh throw away, but we don't want to throw it all away. There's some stuff that we're thankful for this year and we're going to talk about our personal list. On Friday, Bola Sukumbi joins us at, from Clever Girl Finance and uh and the discussion on on Friday with Bola, like every discussion we have with with, with Bola promises I'm sure to be a super interesting thing on uh, Saturday you and I are back here with the with the weekend show uh, previewing yeah. a, a crazy week ahead and talking about the wild holiday week that was so that's uh, that's yes. our week coming up let's let's pivot now Bobby then to our listener question because we've got a good one.
0: Yes so our question comes from Annette and she asked us what is our earliest money memory our first money memory
1: uh, do you want to go first?
0: sure so my first money memory is my mom who's no longer with us and i remember every friday we would go um we'd be in the back seat and we had like this green pale green chevy and um we would go and we would go to the bank drive through and there was these cylinders that you would put and it was the coolest thing because you put it, you put like a, I guess it was a withdrawal slip she would put in to get cash out for the weekend. And she put it in the cylinder and it would shoot under the ground and up into the teller on the other side of the drive-through. And then the teller would take that out and we would wait. And the teller would then put money in to an envelope that would go in the cylinder and would shoot back under and we would get money. And I thought that was the coolest thing that this money would just come back. I didn't fully understand what was going on, but I remember every Friday she would get her cash.
1: That was my memory. hamsters in a tube. You're watching the hamsters. It was so cool. Well, it was a drive
0: through. I mean, this was a new concept. It was the 1970s and it was a drive through. There's no cell phones. We didn't even have, you know, my family did have a car phone when they came out, but that wasn't happening in the seventies. So this was really cool. We didn't have to walk into the bank so we you know it was the first sort of move towards like i guess an atm but you know you would put it in the cylinder and i don't know how it worked with the gravity maybe somebody can chime in in our audience but you would put it in it would just like shoot through the ground do you know what does do you know what you're looking puzzled do you know what i'm talking about they i do know these no growing up? no it was so cool it we, was so
1: cool as a kid we have one down at our bank right now um, no they and, still have it what do you call it even at, what is it called? I don't know the suction cup that brings you your money. The suction tube that <laughs> don't brings know. your money. So cool! Air, I have, air pressure. I have no it clue. Is that's what with air pressure. That's what Gregory. Oh telling us.
0: <laughs> All right. What's your earliest? Air, what's your earliest money memory,
1: Joe? Vacuum pack. You know what it was? Before I get to that, it was it was what's the thing that they're working on? Uh, lots of different companies are working on where they're taking people. The Hyperloop. It's the Hyperloop for money. That's what it is. It's a vacuum sealed (laughs) thing and it shoots your money. Yes. Uh, uh, You know what's funny is initially I thought that – I didn't have one because my, my early money me- memories are always pretty pedestrian. I was never really trusted with money and, um, and I made a bunch of money mistakes. I think, uh, like a lot of parents, I think they were trying to be careful, you know, don't, don't, don't give a kid five bucks cause a kid will waste it, which is why now I feel like you should trust your kids with a little more money than they should have and help them make better decisions or actually let them make a bad decision with five bucks. So they don't go make a bad decision with a hundred dollars later. Um So I was going to talk about a later one, but you know what, as you're talking, w- one of the earliest things I remember about money is money and innovation is from second grade. And, and I remember being in this club, Mrs. Wright's second grade class, and then talking to us about the future and how cool the future is going to look and that that credit cards were, obviously out as I'm a kid, I'm not that old, but you would have your actual money, your, listen to this, Bobby, your bank account would be on a card as well that looked just like a credit card. And instead of handing cash from your wallet, you would take it and you'd plug it into this machine. You'd put in a little number code that only you know, and money would electronically go from your bank account To the grocery store. And I remember telling my mom, this is like, what is this like 1976 or something? Telling my mom just how cool the future is going to be. Of course, debit cards that everybody has now. But then I thought that was awesome. And the other thing that was neat about the grocery store and technology was that you could buy stuff and the, and the little, I'm trying to find a, a, a UPC code, but one of those little, you know, one of these little codes on the back you know, little UPC, they would just slide that over. And instead of manually putting the numbers in, we would, we would, money can leave my wallet even faster. So I thought all that stuff that we now go, yeah, not so cool. (laughs) Yeah, future may be a little dirtier than than, than we than we thought that it was going to be. Not quite so sexy and neat and uh, so that's a that's that's a memory. Maybe that's why I still like fintech. You know, I really like the fact that these companies do these cool apps because I was think, oh, here comes the future, like I did back in second grade. So thanks.
0: Yeah. No, there's a lot of innovation in fintech and in payment
1: systems. So thanks a lot for that question. Annette. that, was a fun one. If you've got a question for us, we've got a special one, say for this coming week. However, yours can be next in line, uh, either DM us on Instagram or send Bobby or I an email. Uh, Bobby, I think that's going to do it for um, today, isn't you it? You
0: can do. Yeah. Oh, team at money with friends. Team no, at, money, team with at friends. money with friends podcast.com is our email team at money with friends podcast.com.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, we are back here on Monday, as we mentioned earlier, talking about Bobby pardon, Bobby pardon, (laughs) talking about Dolly pardon, different person. She's Bobby. I'm Joe. That's Dolly pardon. We'll be back on Monday. Bye-bye. This show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihi and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020.